Thanks so much for joining us this morning, uh, Leonor. Let's start with the current situation on the streets of the Peruvian capital, Lima, and other major cities and towns throughout the country. Over the weekend, police raided San Marcos University, breaking down the gates with armoured vehicles, firing tear gas and arresting some 200 people, many of whom had travelled to the capital from other parts of the country to take part in the latest major protest. What can you tell us about this particular raid and also about the, the latest phase of demonstrations more generally? Um, well, yes, uh, police have raided um, San Marcos and they have arrested uh, 200 uh, people. Um, some people have been coming to um, San Marcos from the regions, you know. They were staying there because um, to stay overnight because they didn't have any place to go, any place to sleep. And they have been going to San Marcos. So um, San Marcos had opened its doors to the people who were coming from the countryside, uh, from all the regions in Peru. Uh, those um, probably more than 200 people have been arrested. And not all of them, um, when the police intervened in San Marcos, there were, there were um, no any um, authorities, just the police. You know, and they should have an authority there that it's um, taking the people's names and lawyers went there to um, to represent those detained, but they didn't let the lawyers um, go in. So uh, the, the, what is happening in Peru now? It's um, I mean, it, it, is, it is a dictatorship. It is a Dinas Boluarte's di- dictatorship, and um, the, the rights. You know, they they are. Um, mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to explain. Really. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll come on to that that aspect of the situation, uh, Leonor. As you say, you describe it as a, a dictatorship. Uh, Boluarte, the president, has declared a state of emergency in the capital as well as in Cisco and uh, Puno region, I believe. And and she has described the protesters as vandals. The, her prime minister has said that this is a breach of of the rule of law. Hundreds of people injured, 60 people killed, uh, Leonor, you know, a horrible situation. So how bad is that scale of, of state repression in, in Peru at the moment? Um, we're living again uh, what um, has happened in the 80s uh, during uh, Alan Garcia's um, regime and on, also during uh, Fujimori's regime, you know, where they killed all people who opposed the government. People from the region are people who are very poor, you know, they don't have the basic needs and they work really, really hard to get whatever they've got, you know. So... Um, and saying that all those people who are protesting, the people who are marching, are um, Dina Boluartes and her government is saying that they are terrorists. You know, everyone and always, it has, it has been the same thing in Peru. If you oppose the government, if you want justice, you are just called a terrorist. And then some people get scared and they say, oh, yes, they are terrorists. They are going to do this to us. And that's not true. People were marching. They, they were um, really, uh, it was a pacific march, mm. a pacific protest. And the military came with all their arms. They have been shooting to kill. And it has happened, you know. More than 60 people have already been killed. More um, of those have been uh, injured. And yeah, it, 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 is a, it is a massacre. Yeah. So, it's a- 
It's a very familiar playbook, isn't it, Leonor, that uh, dictatorships are describing peaceful protests as, as, as terrorists. Let's go into a little bit of the detail of, of how this movement uh, first emerged. Uh, leftist President Pedro Castillo uh, was removed from office in early December and he was arrested by national police and he was replaced by uh, actually his own vice president, Dina Baluarte. So that, that's obviously led to huge popular outrage. But exactly why has it led to you know such a huge um, protest movement? It's the biggest protest movement in Peru since the days of Alberto Fujimori. Uh, it is because people are already tired. They are sick of what has been happening, you know. And um, uh, Pedro Castillo, he was, um, he promised a lot of things. He wasn't um, able to do whatever he promised, you know, because um, the uh, Congress is almost uh, full of uh, Fujimori's, um, you know, people. So, and and so he wasn't allowed to do uh, changes. He wasn't allowed to do reforms, and he wasn't even allowed to go to other countries overseas. You know, and there were some other things that um, he did that I think they are wrong, and they are investigating that. Um, but then I thought that um, I thought that because Dina was in the same um, from the same party, and they, I thought that she um, had the same beliefs. You know, or, or she she was um, more for the people. She wants changes, reforms. You know, for the good of the people. Mm. But no, it didn't, and it didn't happen. And then she's uh, there is a lot of repression in Peru. She has ordered for people to be killed. You know, they are they are it so, is a, like a, a war. So, so, sorry, people are protesting with with mm. nothing. They don't have arms. They mm. don't have anything. And when if police come to you and they shoot to you uh, from the back, you know, because that is what is happening from the back, they are shooting to kill, mm. then uh, people need to do something. They, they they are running away. And I just saw this morning a video of um, an, Andean, an Andean woman and everyone, because people are taking all those um, bombs, uh, everyone is running. But she's there. She's staying, and she wants to go towards them just with her flag, you know, um, just moving her flag around, and and she's going to them, and then they are there, you know, and and everyone else is running away, but she's there. She's there, and she's going towards them. So yeah, and 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 it is a fight, you know. Always, every time when there have been any wars in Peru, that people from the Andes, uh, uh, they are the ones who have made changes in Peru. Um, I feel so, so bad that a lot of people in Lima, you know, who have come, their their families, their ancestors have come from the Andes. They don't know, I mean, about their heritage. You know, they don't know about anything. They just care about what is happening to them. They are not caring about what is happening to other people hmm. in the country. Sorry for interrupting uh, earlier. I mean, that's extraordinarily brave, that woman you were describing, Leonor. But I was, I was going to say uh, that on the on the surface, it seems strange that uh, Castillo's vice president uh, would betray him like that. But the way you're describing it, she's become really a pawn of the old uh, oligarchy, the Fujimori era. She's become a pawn of... Or, you know, of the state and and well, basically the rich and powerful in Peru. It sounds like. Yes, yes. I, I don't know what is uh, what is uh, behind that. Uh, some people are saying that uh, they were investigating her for something, and she talked to them, and they and then they are now she's like a puppet, you know. But then, 
any people who has uh, values, who has morals, they don't change for anything, really. If And if they did something wrong, well, they have to face it. You know, they have to take responsibility for whatever they have done. And Dina Boluarte and her uh, government and the Congress, most of those Congress people in Peru, because there are some good um, Congress uh, people, but most of them, they've got blood in their hands now, and they'll have to be judged for that. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll tell you um, a little bit about my story. My yes. mother uh, was um, a human rights activist, you know, in in one of the cities, Ayacucho, in um, 30, more, almost 40 years ago, yes. you know, and then she was killed by the Fujimori's government. I'm so sorry to hear that. Fujimori's regime, you mm. know. And until now, we are, and, and she was killed for um, one of those um, uh, military uh, groups that were formed at that time. She was killed on the 21st of December, 1991. You know? And they, we are still um, waiting for justice. Waiting for justice. You know? uh, there is no justice in Peru. And all those people from the Andes, the same thing has happened to them. My mother was looking, she was uh, the mayor in one city, and she she was denouncing all the human rights violations, you know. And because you do that, you are seen as a terrorist. My mother, my family was seen as a terrorist, you know. So, and and then you, you need to, to help people. You cannot uh, be, you know, indifferent. To, and, and that's what I, I learned from my mother. Um, she taught us that we need to be, um, we cannot be indifferent to people's suffering and we need to help them. And all those people who have been suffering, who have been oppressed for so many years, they had enough, you know, and and, and they are doing all that. And here in Sydney, we're also uh, protesting in front of the consulate and we want the world to know what is happening in Peru because no one knows. The, um, the media in Peru, they don't say anything. They, it, it, it's horrible, really. It sounds like your your mother set a wonderful example for you, Lena. I'm so sorry to to hear that. Uh, that's that's your personal uh, story. Um, you, you mentioned a lot of people from the Andes are involved in the protests, and it sounds like, and from what I've read, it's a very diverse uh, protest movement. I imagine there are trade unionists, students, young people, workers involved. And my understanding as well is there's there's a large involvement of of indigenous people generally, isn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, uh, people from everywhere. They are coming. They are going to Lima because they have been protesting in the regions, and no one is listening to them. And they are being um, killed, and they have been, um, you know, they, they have been uh, shoot. They have been uh, a, a lot of things have happened to them, and, and then because no one is listening to them, and in Lima, if nothing is happening, it's like nothing is happening. <laughs> It's, it's, it's horrible, really. So they needed to go to the capital, you know, to show uh, that they are angry that, that they had enough, you know. And they, as, as I said to you, those are the people who are always working, who are doing things. And now uh, Dina Boluarte is saying, who's financing them? No one has to finance anyone, really. When, when you want uh, changes, real changes, you finance yourself. And if I don't know if you have seen, but... Um, there are a lot of videos of people in, in the route to Lima. You know, there are a lot of people who are giving them food, who are giving them water. Mm. You know, it, and that's because they know that they are going to, that the, every change that is going to, to you know, to, to to be made because of all those protests is going to benefit everyone, not just those who are fighting, who are giving their lives, you know. Sure. And people have enough. They, they, they have had enough, and, and I know that they will go to the end. From this... And, 
Yeah. So I was going to say from the city to the countryside, lots lots of support. So I just wanted to focus for a moment, Leonor, on the the demands of the protest. My understanding is that the strategic focus continues to be calling for the resignation of President Boluato, the organising of new elections and a rewriting of the, the Fujimura-era constitution. Is that correct? So it's basically rewriting constitution, new elections and the resignation of the president. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, that that uh, constitution of uh, 93... You know, uh, it's um, it, it is a constitution that um, helped the big, um, you know, the, the, everyone who has money. Mm. It's it, um, it is the the working hours, working conditions. Everything is really, really bad. You know, it's a uh, it's and um, it. The working hours are long hours. If you don't like it, then you're um, just throw away from. And it's, there is there are a lot of things that um, need to be changed. Really, I think that the, the constitution from '79 wasn't um, was better. wasn't the perfect constitution, but this the one that uh, was written by Fujimori, you know, in '93. It's the one that um, it's a it gives away all the natural resources in Peru. Uh, big corporations come and they have uh, they take all the resources. They say that Peru is growing, you know, the economy grows. But where is the economic growth? Only to the, those people who have power. Only to those people who have money. They are saying, oh, the region, Pasco, and this uh, region, and the other region, uh, there are mines, there is this, there, there is that. But then those populations are still um, very poor, you know? They pay them peanuts. They don't give, and, and they contaminate uh, the water, the land, everything. Mm. So, and, yeah, and you, I mean, they cannot, they are, they are looking at their, they are seeing their um, children dying because of contamination, you know, mercury and other things. They, they've got, um, of course, how, how can you not feel um, that um, the government left you behind, you know, they don't care. They, they, when they go, when they want to get power, they promise you everything. You know that everything is going to change. Education, and one of the things is education. Mm. And you know why they went to San Marcos because people to go into San Marcos, they got and, and to other universities, public universities, they want they need to study a lot. You know, to study really really hard to get into San Marcos. I will tell you, I once. Um, apply for San Marcos, I couldn't get into San Marcos, you know? Yes. So their standards are very high, and then um, not everyone can get into uh, public universities. Not everyone. That's why they are, um, you know, coming with new universities where they don't teach you anything about uh, the history of Peru because they want to disappear our, our history. They don't want people to know what is happening. If you go around and ask one of those from um, any of those universities, they don't know what, what the history of Peru is. You know, they, they don't know. They, they, they cannot tell you. They, they are ashamed of their ancestors. They don't know um, where they come from, you know. And, um, and San Marcos is a place where um, they, they talk to you they show you how to think. You know, they 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 give you ideas. They um, talk about different things, and then you 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 can think for yourself, and you can 
um, just make up your own mind, you know, having all the information. Uh, and then that's why a lot of people from San Marcos, they are, um, they fight a lot. And they are, uh, they are being always seen as terrorists, that they think that uh, San Marcos is a, a place, a university where a lot of terrorists ca- come from. Should be, should be, because of their ideas, you know? Yeah, it should, should be taken as a compliment, shouldn't it, uh, Lino? Lino, Luna, we'll have to leave it there, but thank you so much for, for joining us today. And uh, uh, all power to you, and, and uh, I, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much for this. Thank you.